<laughs> would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. That yes. would be a first. Who are you? Sitting on my left, <laughs> the renowned critic, raconteur, gourmet. Wow. Dare I say, Peter Travers. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Okay, the show's done. And over here to my right is Mr. John Goodman, who uh, everyone thought was dead. At least they thought your character was dead. Dan Connor, you know? Even though I was a fan of the show and I knew the last season was basically uh, an imaginary book that Roseanne was watching. But look, people, Roseanne is back 21 years later. Yeah. And you are back as Dan Connor. Yeah. What has that man been doing in those 21 years? Same stuff he was doing 20 years ago. Drywall? Yeah, yeah, he's doing drywall again. He's uh, fixing up a few bikes in the garage, um, living paycheck to paycheck and dealing with an expanded family. He's got uh, three more mouths to feed in the house. Uh, So it's a hustle. It's still the same hustle. Yeah, and that's what keeps him old. <laughs> I don't know. He was he was born old, and he'll die older. <laughs> he still has, you know, whatever you're saying about this character, you're kind of the soul of this show to me. You're the kind of guy that had to roll with a lot of punches. <laughs> Sometimes we've heard stories that you rolled with them even off camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but now it's just all good, isn't it? It's great. Is it? What yeah. was it like, I mean, to come back to that? And everybody is back. It was like putting on an old shoe, an old sneaker uh, that you really like. They're a pair you didn't throw out. Mm-hmm. Uh, really comfortable, the best shoes in the world. You got some new stuff, but uh, put these on and you, you're, you're 25 years old again. And it was remarkable, and I always say... I. I, I lack the wit or the words to describe what it was like going back on that set. Uh, it, I just got goosebumps. My, my hair st- stood up on my arms because it was like, uh, I'm back. I'm, I'm, at, I'm back home. Did you resist it at all? Not at all. We were doing, uh, Sarah Gilbert has a talk show called The Talk, Yeah. oddly enough. And I, I came on to promote something, maybe the King Kong movie. And uh, she asked me to do a sketch at the top of the show with Dan and Darlene. Mm-hmm. And we got an old couch from somewhere. Uh, we did the sketch, and I said, man, that felt great. And during the show, she asked me, you ever interested in a reunion show or a revival? Or I said, in a heartbeat, I'd do that. And she called Roseanne, or texted Roseanne that night. She goes, well, John wants to do it. And Roseanne said, yeah. Um, and they got everybody like that. Uh, three weeks later, we had a deal with ABC. And everybody brought back with them a great sense of gratitude. And I know I did. Because toward the end of the show, I was tired of doing it. I had some other things going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you spoke about I, that. And I just uh, I got to resent it. And <laughs> I didn't realize how damn good I had it. But we got... Uh, we got back, and I said, I, "I'm just. What can I do to help? How can I? What can I do? You know, just keep my mouth shut. That's fine. I'll do that. Whatever it takes. Um, really, really work like I did uh, when we started. I just love because my wife has one of those sleep apnea masks, <laughs> and to see you 
<laughs> to see you in it. If people don't know what that is, yeah. it looks like you, you're a World War One pilot yeah. or something. With <laughs> well, the that's oxygen. what I pretend what I'm wearing my <laughs> sleep apnea mask. If you look, I, I've got a scar right here. So you're mine. actually wearing it yourself? Yeah, it, uh, for about nine, eight or nine years now. Uh, because I was snoring, uh, we were in separate bedrooms, mm-hmm. the wife and I, uh, and I'd stop breathing in the middle of the night, and I was always tired. Mm-hmm. And I found out how bad it really is. And I, I, the only thing I've done now is, is sleep apnea mask, but if I can get it fixed through surgery, I'll do that. Well, that's a good thing, but now that I think you're bringing them back, I think when people see this, they're going to say... I want one, just yeah, like John Goodman. Maybe I'll put out my own brand of sleep apnea. Sleep apnea masks to do it. Not just the mask, the sleep apnea empire. <laughs> I like it. I like the way you think. I love it. Yeah. Well, what will you do when people come up to you and say, I thought you died on the show? Explain what happened to Dan. Because he had a little bit of an affair, too, you know, when that thing was ending. There was uh, all kinds of things were going on. <laughs> You don't? No. I'm a real Roseanne fan. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I, I, yeah. I can't watch it because I hate watching myself. Does that go right across the board, even in the movies that you do? You know, you're Some a- of them. I got late. I watched the uh, second and third episodes of Ro- the new Roseanne the other night, and mm-hmm. I, it's like, Jesus, I need Botox to keep my face still because I'm. <laughs> if I don't. If I just keep it still, I'm fine, but if I, I do anything, it looks like I'm mugging. <laughs> Well, yeah, because you've just been away from acting like for five minutes. Yeah. What is that? I don't about? know. I, You're I, always in in movies. Come on, you're one of those few people who are sitting here who did. I remember the artist and Argo in both movies won Best Picture. Yeah, got I got lucky there. But yeah, those were those were remarkable movies. Do you think of yourself as lucky? Is that what it is? I mean, is it? Yeah. It's not you. You don't have enough feeling about your own gift and what you bring to the party. Not lately. And that's why I'm taking a little break. uh, Because I've used it too much, too much away from home, too tired all the time. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, I start coasting. Not coasting, but just maybe I'm not giving it my all. And then I'll try too hard. The the result is I, I just need some time away. And all I've been doing lately is thinking about acting. Whereas before, all I could think about was going home. All I can think about is not acting. Yeah. <laughs> and going well, home to New Orleans. You know, we, yeah, we all act every day. But all I could think about was uh, I'm not in my own home. My doggie's not here. <laughs> I'm not eating regularly. <laughs> I'm eating too regularly. <laughs> well, I don't know. Why, when you were on that diet, I always kept thinking you live in New Orleans, which is like the home the greatest food in the world and then you went to AA and you stopped drinking and there's another place where that's what I think of doing when yeah. I go there you know? well I was scared when I got a, a the treatment for center was in uh, California and I'm thinking how am I going to go home to, to Disneyland for drunks <laughs> it is. and when you get that many drunks there's going to be that many more sober people you know it was great but uh, the food, you know, it just, you can eat it, but don't, you don't have to finish your plate. You don't have to finish each course, uh, just smaller portions. See, that's great. When I was just there, I just had to have my po'boys, oyster po'boys, and I didn't just have two bites. I finished it. You know where you went? Yeah, Parkway. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've got to have it. Yeah. You've got to have it, you know? But, yeah, you saying that you want to go home and you want to live your life and think, and that's what, to me, a lot of the appeal of Roseanne's always been. And I think it is that again. It's a, a blue-collar family. It's what we don't see. Uh, Roseanne has given a lot of interviews about Donald Trump, but he's introduced in the beginning, Roseanne being yep. the one who voted for him, and Jackie, who brilliant Laurie Metcalf plays, is, is a... Yeah, well, she is. She's a, yep. It's amazing. Is a Hillary person. But what we're seeing in that is the debate people are having in this. Yeah. Well, she hasn't heard it. She uh, she knows that families are tearing tearing each other apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Yeah, the the reason she decided to go this way is because you don't hear any dialogue. It's just people putting their hands over their ears or throwing their, their hands up. I don't want to talk about it or attacking with talking points that are two years old. And that gets to be a grind. But uh, we were at a press conference and there was about 150 journalists in the room and they started putting her on trial. Really? Because of her decision to vote for the person she wanted. And, you know, I don't I don't really agree with her point of view, but it's her point of view mm-hmm. and um man they were pulling all kinds of stuff uh, racism and all this other stuff and she's it just made me angry because it's, it's stuff that republicans do <laughs> and and what do we democrats do just shoot ourselves in the foot constantly yeah more or less yeah <laughs> that's what we actually yep. do yeah <laughs> there it goes but it's the world that we live in. I mean, it, to me, it just represents. <laughs> he yeah. Trump got elected president by half of the country. Yeah. So, therefore, this is what's happening. Dan, your character, doesn't in the three episodes I watched ever really say what he did. Nope. And I don't know if he does in episode nine. He just stays out of it. Yeah. Um yeah, why shoot yourself in the foot <laughs> when you got a perfectly good garage to go back and drink beer in? <laughs> that garage, so yeah. much takes place in there. Yeah. <laughs> Was it fun going back into that place? Yeah. 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 But the problems that the Connor family has are the problems most of America has, you know, that aren't in the 1% of anything. Yeah. And I like how those things are brought up because I don't hear them discussed. They're on uh, some reality shows where they really, really look down on the people that they're portraying. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you put a mic, a producer, a cameraman in there, they're not reality anymore. These people start performing. Mm-hmm. But the Connor family, can, well, they sometimes they do for each other. You know, the Rose and Jackie thing back and forth. Yeah. Is, I'm going to win this argument, you know, I'm going to do this and perform it. But basically, we're seeing a family living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, they got Rosanna, Jackie always go at it. Uh, Darlene and Becky are constantly going at it. So, and, and it's fun watching them raise their kids. And they're, they're up against it, too. You know, people are still trying to pr- fulfill their dreams. And we've got each other. For better or worse, but mm-hmm. mostly for better, because it's a shelter from the outside world. It is a home. It is a roof. And um, we take great comfort there by kidding the hell out of one another, um, screaming at one another, but 
you can because we love we love each other. Yeah, there's it without it being cornball in any way. Yeah. It's there. There's a deep set kind of feeling that you feel um, among that whole group of people. But now there's grandkids in here. Yeah. And the other subject that you brought up that I hadn't seen was healthcare. And to see you you and Roseanne have an arsenal of medication. There's the statins. Yeah, there's everything we're, we're, we're trading each other, uh, trading for what we need. So what goes on behind the scenes when you bring up subjects like that that other shows aren't bringing up? Is there any fear? It's a network show. No, not that I know of. I, I mean, I, I just go out and do my job, and that's all. That's about all I can think of. Um, I'm not a writer. Mm-hmm. I might, I might screw things up. By uh, putting my two cents in, mm-hmm. you know. Have you learned that over time? Yeah. Because I remember when Roseanne was ending, there was a lot of tension on that set over how and what the writing was. Yeah, I mean, that's another play. I, I usually just hit out in the dressing room, but, uh, you know, I had my own hurricane going on mm-hmm. in my head. So yeah, anything that I could say about that wouldn't really be valid without acknowledging that I was re- I was pretty sick, mm-hmm. and uh, I wasn't helping anything. When you got yourself sober and this was everything was okay, what was that point? And how did it change for you? Did it make it better for you approaching your job as an actor? Oh, absolutely. It, it, there's no question of it, because I always thought I was kind of looked down on people who drank at work. Mm-hmm. I wound up doing it. Mm-hmm. It's the addiction's that strong. Um, but it's just showing up for work. You, I don't have to battle hangovers or low-grade DTs or <laughs> uh, problems that I caused at home or problems that I caused to work. Go back the next day and apologize, try to clean things up, and then stew over that and mm-hmm. get get lit again. But it, it just you know you, I have a much clearer head. My memory's much better. <laughs> I, mean, I might have done some brain damage. I, I ain't proud. <laughs> so you, looking back at you now, when you first started doing this, you were playing football, right? In college? No, I I went down to Southwest Missouri State College to try to walk on the football team. I didn't have the grades. Uh, they told me to come back next year. And I was hanging on by my fingernails mm-hmm. academically. Uh, I was in a fraternity, which didn't do me any good. And I found uh, the theater department. And a, a year later, I went into that, and I found what I was looking for all my life. It, it felt like at the time. Because I was, I was aimless, I was immature. But it, 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 I wanted to learn things then. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn more history. I wanted to learn what I was talking about, what what people have been through. Open my eyes and look at people, listen, mm-hmm. and uh, it it for it really helped me. How is the John Goodman that was that guy that found whether it was in the theater before you got into movies different than the guy I'm talking to now? What have you learned over that time? How have you changed? Oh, uh, well. I, I lost a lot. I lost a, a, a lot of the hunger that I had. And um, I've gotten a little lazier over the years. But I know 
how to do things easier, and I don't beat myself up all the time, mm -hmm. just half the time. Um, but I, I would, I can't believe I actually came to New York and did what I did, because if I didn't, I knew I'd kick myself in the ass for the rest of my life. If you didn't do it. If I didn't come up here. Mm -hmm. And I figured, well, okay, I'll, I'll turn around after a month with my tail between my legs, but I will, I will have tried it. Um, and I'd, within the month, I got a job, and there were some rough patches, but it was uh, pretty good. And I finally got to make a living by being an actor, mm -hmm. which is what I set out to do. Well, if there's like a, a few Martians watching the show, so they've just come here to Earth now and they seem to like you, mm -hmm. um, and they wanted to know two or three things that you think would tell them about who you are as an actor, what would you tell them to watch? Uh, well, everybody seems to, people of Earth seem to like Roseanne and I get called Tom Arnold a lot, so... <laughs> That's uh, just, it's so validating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it... <laughs> on the street, mostly it's Big Lebowski, mm -hmm. but I like um, that and Barton Fink. I really like that one. The Barton Fink feeling. Yeah, that <laughs> got it in <laughs> spades. Oh, well, that's it. Give me that Barton Fink feeling. <laughs> you got it in spades. Kind of. In the end, though, with all of this that's happened, and you're back to this, family is important to you. Wife yeah. and daughter. Yeah. What have they seen? Have they seen good changes in you? Are they oh, happy yeah. with you now? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, things are great now. Um, but I was a mess before. and I, I was impossible. I had trouble controlling my temper. And uh, it's, it's a lot better now. I try to listen, try to be a part of the family mm -hmm. instead of running away or going to play golf. Okay, well, it tells me that it's time, when I say goodbye to you, that it should be song. It always ends in song on the show. I think once I forced you to sing uh, Government from <laughs> that. Mm, but it could you be. You must a have had a gun. I did. I don't know what yeah. I had, but, you know, it wasn't that difficult since I don't ask a complete song. I'm just asking for. What is the song that's in your heart now that you're back on Roseanne? You're back with Dan. What is it? <laughs> Come on. Look at he's laughing at me. But the thing is, I know there must be something you sing on your way from the set to the garage set. I sing all the time on uh I can't think of anything in particular right now. Uh but uh, yeah, I, I I just I listen to like 40s music now. And I can't sing Howard too well. But uh man, I uh as we stroll along together, holding hands, walking all alone. So in love are we two that we don't know what to do. So in love. That's all I can think of. I say great. Next time it will be all songs. Yeah. You know? John. I'll try to get my voice oh, back. Peter. No, you had the voice. What, are you kidding me? That was great. 